sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. And Davis launches one deep left field. Back goes Birdie to the warning track at the wall. It's out of here. a five RBI night and the Mets have scored 10. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. to Opposite Picks on this Friday, July 8th. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. Uh, it is at Opposite Picks. That is O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E. Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire a way. Uh, a perfect slate for Mr. Vegas. Uh, not so for opposite picks. Uh, you can bet on anything these days. Uh, taking a shot at Rafi. What are the Blackhawks doing? Make this bet right now. Uh, another example of how you can't beat the boys in Vegas. Uh, what else is new? And more to this story than meets the eye story of the week. We'll get to all those stories, special phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite picks coming up in the fastest uh, 60 minutes right here on Sports Grid Radio. What's going on, LLs? How are you on this uh, Friday? Uh, SNY with the Davis Grand Slam for the Metsies as they beat up the Marlins 10-0. And then uh, Sportsnet LA uh, with the Mookie Betts uh, solo home run, second of the game, as you heard, uh, as the Dodgers knock off the Cubs 5-3. to three. And that home run, oh, by the way, uh, although it made it 5-2 to two at the time, uh, ended up being the difference if you laid a run and a half because the Cubs actually put a couple of runners on, scored a run in the ninth, cut it to 5-3, to three, and actually had runners on first and third with uh, two out, but uh, did not score again. So the Dodgers do win, and again, they win by two runs, not one, which is uh, big when you're laying three. Three and a half, and nobody's doing that. Everyone's laying uh, runs in that contest, I would imagine. So, uh, big night for uh, for Mookie Betts. Yeah, so uh, feeling a little better. I got a lot more, lot more energy today. I think I'm uh, almost uh, pretty, you know, I don't want to say definitely done, uh, but I'm willing to acknowledge. When people ask uh, how you feeling, I can now say I am feeling better. Yesterday, a little turn for the worst. Uh, took a little, you know, just a little, uh, going a little too crazy on Wednesday, I guess. But now I got my energy back and I'm feeling a little better today. So uh, by the weekend and next week, for, for sure, I'll be uh, winning my second battle here with uh, with COVID. Uh, a couple things to get to today. How about opposite picks? You know, I got to tell you. You know, my mantra on all my paraphernalia, which, of course, you can buy at OpsPix.com, is is nobody beats the boys in Vegas. But here on the radio show on Opposite Picks, I got to tell you, we're doing a hell of a job beating the boys in Vegas. We really are. My opposite pick went 0-7 yesterday. So we went 7-0. 
It's, it's just uh, crazy, but true. We had Kansas City as the opposite pick against Houston yesterday afternoon, laying a run and a half with the Astros. Uh, they win uh, five to two, so a real pick wins. Opposite pick, Kansas City loses. We had Philadelphia with the one and Don on the hill for the Nationals. Oh, he sucks. One and eleven. He is just atrocious. Uh, and Philadelphia wins five to three. We had the Mets last night. That was an easy one, 10 to nothing. So the opposite pick, Miami, lost. Uh, we had the Stankies, uh, who opened up a 5 nothing lead, 6-2, to two, held on, win 5-6-5. to, uh, six to five. So the opposite pick, Red Sox, lost. We had Colorado uh, with Arizona putting Dallas uh, Keuchel on the hill. Uh, Colorado wins in nine innings at 4-3. to three. We had the Padres score a late run, beat San Francisco as the Giants as the opposite pick lost. And then uh, we had the Dodgers laying a run and a half against the Cubs. And the opposite pick, the Cubs, uh, plus the run and a half, ended up losing. So 0-7. Oh, uh, you know, and I got to be honest, as I always am, uh, our record opposite for this show anyway. And we have different variations of these things. But uh, 258 up and 308 down by going opposite. Minus almost 4,000 if you're a $100 player. I'm not really proud of that. Uh, although I am, uh, honestly, my goal, people ask me all the time, I get emails, you know, well, what side should I bet on, Scott? Should I bet on the side that you like or the opposite? And, and I always tell people, listen, you do whatever you want, your money. Uh, all I'm telling you is here are the games I like. Here's why I like them. I try and make an honest case on why I like one side and then go opposite. And if you go with the opposites, great. Uh, I will say over the long haul, over the years, been doing this for about 20, literally 20, 25 years. There's only been one year that I had not had a, well, really two, because last year, last year we were like minus $5. When everything was said and done for the entire year, uh, doing it on in-game live at night, we were like minus $5. So it was basically even, but technically I'll take the loss. That was only like the second year. And the other year that I lost uh, going opposite was the same thing. It was like minus 50 bucks over the course of the season. So it, it does generally, if you go opposite, and that's the whole thing about this thing, if you keep on playing seven games a night, in the end, the boys in Vegas will win out. But so far, I must say, and baseball is generally the toughest with all these vigs and everything else. Uh, but uh, 258 up, 308 down. So cha-ching, cha-ching. Another example of how you can't beat the boys in Vegas, even though I said just all that. You know, Dallas Keiko was pitching for Arizona last night. He stinks. I mean, he he's had two starts for Arizona, got whacked in both, released by the White Sox, atrocious, right? Uh, I couldn't put faith in Colorado, uh, so I played the over-Colorado runs. I'll tell you how it turned out to be a loser when we come back. Opposite pick, Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Alfaro hits one to deep left center field. Slater going back. That's the ball game. Alfaro walks it off again. Camel score. Padres win two. And that's lined for a base hit. Off the glove of Gosselin and into shallow right. Arenado scores, and the Cardinals back on top, 3-2. It's a three-hit night off the bench for Dylan Carlson. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. 
Ah, uh, that you are. Bally Sports San Diego with the uh, Faro Sackfly winner and uh, Bally Sports South with the uh, Carlson go-ahead uh, winning uh, run as it turned out to be in the top of the 11th for the St. Louis Cardinals who do salvage one game of their four-game set uh, with the Atlanta Braves. 844-843-6879. A lot to get to on this uh, Friday, so we'll try and squeeze some phone calls in if we can. So, uh, where do we begin? Last night. So, we have the lock of the night, right? Over four and a half, Colorado. Now, Rockies just absolutely are atrocious on the road. They are. You know, they're, I looked it up. If you want to go back to two years ago, they're 41 and 88. And then now, 41. No, actually, they won last night. So, uh, heading into last night, 41 and 88 on the road. I mean, that is embarrassingly bad. I, I mean, holy fudge, right? So I can't put American money on Colorado on the road. I can't do that. But uh, Dallas Keuchel's pitching for Arizona. He stinks, as I said before the break. Two starts for Arizona. Got lit up both times. Lit up nearly every start for the White Sox. They released him. They finally gave up. He was bad at the end of last year. Everything else, right? So you got to you got to play team total. Then I, I can't put American money because, knowing my luck, Colorado will lose like nine to eight because they stink on the road. So let me do the sure thing and just bet the Colorado team total. I now. Uh, it was basically Pickham, Colorado, a slight favorite, and the over-under was eight and a half or so. So I'm thinking nine. So I'm thinking, all right, this is going to be five. And now I'm getting down. Now I need six runs, but eh, it was four and a half. And I'm thinking four and a half. <laughs> he could get four and a half runs in the first inning, let alone the entire game. There's no way. I mean, absolutely. Give me over Colorado four and a half runs, right? So first inning, good old Dallas Keuchel comes through, gives up not one but two runs. So I got two on the board. Oh, I should have doubled the bet. I should have tripled the bet. This is too easy. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. We should have just played this one. Uh, fourth inning rolls around. They get another run. So it's three runs now for Colorado. All I need are two stinking lousy runs. We got the fifth. We got the sixth. We got the seventh. We got the eighth. We got the ninth. We got five at-bats for two lousy runs against one of the worst pitchers in baseball ah, good old Dallas Keuchel find some magic little fountain of youth shuts down the Rockies the rest of the way at least the uh, the four innings extra that he pitched ends up going seven innings allowing just those three runs and uh, Colorado scores a run in the top of the ninth against a reliever, and they win four to three, not five to three. You know, couldn't get to extra innings. You know, go one more scoreless innings. They went four freaking scoreless innings. Couldn't go one more, get to extra innings, and then have that leadoff double, and you know, have yourselves a, an automatic rally going. So maybe you get the two runs. Unbelievable. Now, I, football can't get here soon enough. You know, I know I went seven and zero with the opposite picks going straight, but I just football can't get here soon. This baseball's just it drive you bananas. It'll really just drive you bananas. It, it really will. I mean, how is that a loser? I, you know, Dallas Keuchel and I got two runs to start the game. I got three runs in the fourth inning, and I can't get two lousy more runs. Ah, uh, brother, unbelievable. Um, I gotta tell you, and I do this every once in a while. I gotta admit, uh, pat myself on the back. I'm pretty good at this. There is a pullover side of the road bet, as we used to call it with the old morning show when we were on here on uh, Sports Grid when we used to host the morning show. There's the, the there's one right now. In fact, let me just double check and make sure it's still there. It should be. 
Um, NBA, there you go. There you go. Yes. But, ooh, bastards. They did lower it. They did lower it. Man, they, they, I'm telling you, they listen to our shows, or at least me anyway. Thank goodness for that, for them. Um, it's still a pretty good value, but here's the deal. Uh, not that I was listening, but I read a story about a podcast, uh, Yahoo Sports' Vince Goodwill. Don't know him from a hole in the wall. But he says, and I don't doubt him, that he heard that Brooklyn and Minnesota were talking trade for Kevin Durant, right? That's going to move Kevin Durant. He said that he heard the Nets were asking for Carl Anthony Towns. Well, Scott, I don't, you know. Carl Anthony Towns is good, but I, you know, if you're the Nets, you know, I don't, you want to make that trade, you know, kind of robbing Peter to pay Paul if you're Minnesota, mm, you know, no, no, that, that's not all the, the Nets were asking for. Oh, okay. Uh, what else then? Uh, some other scrub to make the salary cap uh, fit? No. They were asking the Nets for Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards, uh, maybe one of the brightest stars that came out of this postseason. For Kevin Durant, a 33, soon-to-be 34-year-old Kevin Durant, they were asking for Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards? No, no, that, that's not all the Nets were asking for. According to Mr. Goodwill, um, the Nets were asking for Carl Anthony Towns, their probably best player, Anthony Edwards, their probably second-best player, if not their best player, and not one, not two draft choices, not three draft choices, four draft choices. They were asking for their two best players and four draft choices. That's what the Nets supposedly were asking for, for Kevin Durant. So what's the point, Scott? The point is, as I said last week, on in-game live, and the guys were laughing at me, as everyone always seems to do, you know, whenever I come up with these concoctions, but they always come out to be true. Uh, when the Nets were 36-1 to 1 last Thursday or Friday, I forget which day, I said, listen, Nets aren't trading Kevin Durant. And they're like, why, why, why? I think Coach was on with, uh, with, with uh, Joe uh, Ranieri. And I said, because they're going to be asking too much. I said, one, they don't have to. They, they don't, there's nothing forcing them to trade Kevin Durant, you know, and, and they could trade him to Siberia. Kevin Durant has no, you know, say on where he's going to be moved if, in fact, he gets moved. So if the Nets don't get their asking price, they already got Kyrie Irving locked up. And as I was saying then, and I'll say now, if I'm the Nets, unless I get crushed, bowled over like a deal like this would be, I'm not trading him. I'll roll the dice. Durant and Irving still like each other. They're still best friends. They're both still on the nets. You still got uh, Ben Simmons hopefully ready to play. You know what? I'll take my chance that we win an NBA championship or do well enough that these guys will now want to resign, or at least Irving, because you got Durant locked in for four years, that Irving will want to resign with Brooklyn, and they'll make peace and make amends, and, and everything will be honky-dory all over again, and it'll be the thing that they planned on you know, three years ago. I would roll the dice and do that. And I said, because of that, you better grab the Brooklyn Nets right now at 36 to 1. You will never get a better 36 to 1 shot in your life for the Nets to win the championship because if they don't again make that trade and even if they do make the trade, they're going to get some good pieces back. So FanDuel must have been listening because they did lower the odds to 27 to 1 on Brooklyn to win the championship. But I'm telling you right now, even at 27 to 1, that's a pretty good thing. Because if FanDuel had a bet on will Brooklyn trade Kevin Durant or not, I'm betting no. 
because of what I just told you with that story. And I'll take Goodwill for his word that he knows his sources and the sources are true. Nets are asking for the moon. They're asking for the moon for this guy. Nobody's going to give. Why would Minnesota give up their two best young players and draft choices uh, to get an old geezer who's going to be joining a team that's got basically next to nothing left? (laughs) What would be the point? If that's what the Nets are asking for, no team is going to do that. The only thing that I told you would make sense if they really wanted to would be call the Lakers up. Get Anthony Davis, uh, get get um, you know Russell Westbrook, and get another team maybe, get a bunch of draft choices, and then you trade Kyrie and Durant into the Lakers. That would be the only one. But otherwise, I don't think they're moving him. I'm telling you right now, pull over side of the road. That 27 to 1 will not be there long. I'm venturing to guess this time tomorrow that'll be down to about 15 to 1 because they're listening. That is as live a 27 to 1 bet as again you'll ever get. Grab it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Richie kicks this ball right center field. He hits it pretty well, and Thomas can't make the catch. Iglesias to third. Stu Cole's going to send him. Here's the throw toward the plate, save! Great slide by Iglesias as Carson Kelly was reaching for the tag. In the air to center field, back goes Hicks, it's out of here! Into the center field bleachers. Garrett Cole may be bound for the Hall of Fame, but Raphael Devers owns him. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Uh, Red Sox may have lost the battle, but they won the war. They beat the snot out of uh, Garrett Cole. So if they have to face him in the postseason, they own him. Uh, they do. Not just Devers, but the MLB Network. Bob Costas with the call there. ATT uh, with the uh, Arizona go-ahead. Uh, or check that Colorado uh, go-ahead uh, double there in the uh, ninth inning for the uh, winning Rockies. 844-843-6879. Uh, uh, quick little email here we got from Tuna, who lives to the show all the time. Do appreciate that, Tuna. Uh, although I bet occasionally, Scott, when I do, I stick to only your picks. I have confidence in your knowledge, so I'll bet what uh, I'll, so I'll bet what you think, not the opposite. So last night, I woulda, coulda, shoulda bet, but I didn't. I would have gone seven effing and oh, a perfect sheet. Uh, I got to try and get the hoots, but a call in one of these days. Just want to make sure it's a good call. Uh, I also listen to in-game live with you at night as well. Uh, I have a life, so I listen whenever I can. I think I may call in about Wimbledon today. Watch that uh, Fritz Nadal match the other day. Wow. Uh, yeah, that was a cra- that, that was a terrific match. A terrific match. Only to find Rafi uh, to uh, you know decide that he can't cut it and he's not going to go into semifinals. That that is a, a ridiculous. You know, listen, I'm no doctor. Uh, I used to play one with the old girlfriend back in high school, but otherwise I'm not a doctor. But I will tell you, he's supposed to have a seven millimeter tear in his abdomen. How's that possible? If you have a uh, if you have a tear in your muscle, aren't you bleeding or your stomach, your abdomen? Aren't you bleeding all over the place? Wouldn't he have? Wouldn't he need you know uh, surgery, uh, emergency surgery right now? 
Um, isn't that basically like an ulcer? You know, your, your stomach rips, your abdomen rips. I mean, I, come on. How he is he is one of the greatest of all time. I will never say he's the best because he is so soft. It is unbelievable. It really is. Uh, he says he can't win the next two matches, so he's not even going to try. That's tennis. That's why tennis, they're so wimps. I mean, basically all of them, <clears throat> they really are, you know, falling to the ground after a match like they just created, the, you know, the fifth wheel. Uh, it gets nauseating after a while. And him not even trying, I, uh, I don't know. That, that is so weak. That, that, that really, You might as well have lost the previous match then against Fritz and let him advance if you were going to not uh, follow through and at least try against uh, uh, Kyrgios, who sent out an Instagram message after hearing about how Nadal wasn't going to face him. So Kyrgios goes to the finals for the first time in his career. He said he wrote out in his uh, Instagram message with a picture of him and, and uh, Nadal, you know, shaking hands at uh, center court in one of their matches. Different players, different personalities. I hope your recovery goes well, and we all hope to see you healthy soon till next time. So what? I don't know. Am I the only one that thinks that he's taking a shot at Rafi? Different players, different personalities. Isn't that his way of saying, boy, if that was me, I'd be on the court. I think knowing Kyrgios' personality and a goofball that he is, uh, I think that's exactly what he's saying. I think he's saying you're afraid to face me. You're, you don't have enough guts to face me. You're too much of a wimp to face me. Take whatever scenario you think. But I think absolutely that's what he's saying. Different players, different personalities. Hope your recovery goes well. Yeah. He's saying you're a loser. That's what he's saying. You're a loser. You had no guts. Uh, and uh, you don't have the uh, the balls to go out there and play. That That's exactly what he's saying. Interesting. Um, we've hit new ground here on Opposite Picks with our open parlays. <clears throat> uh, we'll start with the, uh, the first one. Uh, we hit last night with the Dodgers, so that's our third leg. This is the regular open parlay where we're playing just any teams, uh, you know, more times than not favorites. So we had the Dodgers last night, minus 270. Uh, we won 88 bucks. That was the third leg of our six-teamer, so we're up to $327. So where are we going to go tonight? Uh, tonight we're going to take the Dodgers again. Looked over the schedule. There's a couple of others, but this Dodger team, they've won eight of their last nine. They're on a complete roll. It's the Cubs. Cubs have played a little bit better of late, I will say that, but you know what? Uh, give me the Dodgers, $327 at minus 220 on the Cubs. Won't fool around with the run line. Uh, if we win, we win $149. So our kitty will be up to <clears throat> almost uh, $500. So we got to win two more times, well, really three more tonight, and then two more times before we can cash out. We rolled over six times. So uh, looking pretty good there. The underdog open parlay. One again last night. How about that? Cha-ching, cha-ching. That's our fourth leg. We have never gone four uh, in a six-team all-underdog parlay. We've gone three a few times, but we've never gone four, so we're hitting new ground here. We won with the Liberty plus four. Now, I didn't take them on the money line, and good thing because they lost by three or uh, two or three, well, one of the two. Um, yeah, I think it was three, 84-81. So they wouldn't have won, obviously, on the money line, but that's okay. It's an underdog. We grabbed the underdog. We took the Liberty plus the four. Uh, we won uh, 258 bucks. So we won with Arizona last week. We won with Minnesota against the White Sox, or this week, rather. 
We won with the Devil Dogs against the Red Sox two days ago, and now we hit with the Liberty last night. Our uh, once $25 pot is now up to $532. We got to win two more times. So where are we going today, the question is? Ah, yes. I scoured over things. Um, I thought about going back to the WNBA, but uh, uh, don't want to, uh, I don't want to trust the ladies there. Uh, not, not too much. Not to mention there aren't any games tonight. So we had to look at the baseball schedule. Looking for a live dog. Cincinnati at home? Eh, the Reds suck. Uh, Angels? Uh, you know. Oh, by the way, Mike Trout, 0 for 4 again. Again last night. He's in another one of those major slumps. Oh, he is so overrated. Uh, Marlins with Lopez on the hill? Mm. Not bad. You want to put it uh, on our beloved Red Sox? Uh, this guy Seabold was making his major league debut and he got crushed. Can't do that. Uh, Nationals? Don't even think about it. Texas at home against the Twinkies? Mm, okay. Plus 102. Uh, Pirates or JT Brubaker? Duh, I'm putting no money on a loser like JT. Uh, all JTs. We all know that. Against Term Except Termini are, are losers. Uh, Tigers? Nah. Indians against the Royals. Now, I know the uh, Guardian Indians have been scuffling, plus 106. That's tempting. Uh, Colorado, no, not on the road. Oakland, forget about it. San Fran, can't get out of their own shadow. Cubbies, we all know we can't do that. The only other one is St. Louis. At home, plus 108 with Adam Wainwright on the hill. Uh, Wheeler's pitching for the, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies tonight. He's obviously pretty good. Uh, Wainwright is a lot better at home. Um, they did win last night, did, uh, the, uh, the Cardinals. So seemingly, you know, breaking out of a little bit of a funk. Wheeler's only two and two with an ERA over four, 4.45 as a matter of fact. And he shut out the Cardinals his last time out. Chances of Zach Wheeler uh, shutting down the Cardinals two times in a row. Yeah, I don't like pitchers who face the same team back-to-back -back outings. So, you know what? After much debate, we're going to take our $532 and we're putting it on the St. Louis Red, White, and Blue Middle of America Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Beer St. Louis Cardinals. $532 to win $575. We win tonight, and we have over $1,000. And then I promise I will uh, hold off until Monday. I, I, I won't do it Saturday since we don't have a radio show. If we win tonight, dare I say if, when we win tonight, uh, we'll roll it over into uh, to Monday. I'll hold off on that So, in case you're uh, too busy over the weekend. So St. Louis Cardinals plus 108, Wainwright on the hill at home. Not bad. Not bad at all. Um, and then we're going to go with the Dodgers, as I said, with the other one. The Stankies let us down last night with our uh, pro Stanky anti-Kansas City parlay. Unbelievable. We, uh, we had the Yanks laying a run and a half. And, of course, uh, they only won by one run. And they had a 5-0 lead and a 6-2 lead. It's six to five in the fifth inning. They can't get one more stinking run, one more lousy run. Houston did its share earlier in the day, so we lost. So now we're 0 and 3. So tonight, this is our lay the run and a half on the Yankees and lay the run and a half against Kansas City, which is the worst team in baseball. 
parlay. We started doing this this week. So far, we're 0-3, so we're minus 300 bucks. But that's okay. Tonight, we're going to take the Yankees again. I'm going to take them straight. I'm going to break one of my rules here. I'll just take them straight minus the 154 because laying a run and a half is only even money. Uh, it's only a 50-point swing. It's just not worth it anymore. The, the FanDuel and the likes are really just kind of screwing you by laying run and a halves nowadays. They're not giving you really any value whatsoever. So we'll take the Yankees on some games. So we'll take the Yankees straight minus 154. We'll parlay that with the Cleveland uh, Guardians minus a run and a half. Now here you are getting monster odds. Uh, they're going from a slight little uh, underdog at plus 105 or so to plus 174. Uh, nearly all of Kansas City's losses this year have come by two runs or more. So Yankees straight parlayed with the uh, Guardians laying a run and a half. Uh, that'll pay $351 when it hits tonight and we'll be on the positive side of things. Phone calls, opposite picks coming up next right here on Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. music means time to take out those pad and pencils get set for the fastest and more importantly most profitable five minutes in radio opposite picks what are opposite picks you newbies ask well i give you seven games seven thousand reasons why we like one team and then go opposite why because despite all the stats trends hunches systems injury reports weather reports and everything else nobody but nobody beats the boys in vegas uh did go 0-7 last night going opposite so we dropped our numbers down to 258 up and uh, 308 down. So we need to get back to uh, the winning side of things. Here we go. We got a seven pack of baseball games tonight. We're going to start with Tampa Bay against uh, Cincinnati. Laid a buck 65. Uh, you know what bad time they play in the uh, Rays who have broken out of a June swoon. They won five of their last six against the likes of Toronto and Boston. Reds uh, not only played yesterday, but played a doubleheader while Tampa Bay was off. Reds tied with Oakland for the fewest wins in baseball with only 28, only 14 and 27 at home. And they lost six of eight. Everything points to Tampa Bay. Yeah, give me the uh, Reds uh, plus the 140. Pick number two, Red Sox, uh, plus 125 against the uh, Yankees. You know, if there's going to be a game in this series in which the Red Sox win, this would be it. Uh, Stanky start lefty Nestor Cortez. Uh, now, he started twice last year at Fenway Park. He lasted just five and a third combined innings, giving up five runs. Uh, Sox roll tonight. Uh, give me the uh, Yankees, uh, plus, uh, minus the 155. Uh, pick number three, Atlanta laying a run and a half versus Washington. Uh, listen, folks, uh, don't make this stuff harder than it has to be, right? The Nationals are one of the worst teams in baseball. 30 and 54, including just 14 and 31 at home. Braves, even with the loss last night, have won 7 of 10, 26 and 8 their last 34 games. Love, 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 love Atlanta here. Uh, give me uh, the Nationals plus the uh, run and a half. 
Pick number four, Milwaukee laying a run and a half versus Pittsburgh. Brewers embarrassed uh, by the Cubs uh, this week, losing twice to Chicago at home. They're going to take it out on one of their favorite whipping boys, the uh, Pirates, a team they are 8-2 this season against already, 14-5 last season, so that's a combined 22-7 uh, and seven the last two years against this Pirates team. Love Milwaukee. Uh, give me uh, Pittsburgh plus the uh, run and a half. Pick number five, Arizona minus 160 versus Colorado. Uh, right back on the uh, Diamondbacks, who are actually 21 and 24 at home this year. Not that bad. Rockies, uh, despite the win last night, worst road record in baseball. 13 and 26 on the road. Add that to last year and the tail end of two years ago, and they're an embarrassing 41 and 88. Their last 129 road games. And Zach Allen, their best pitcher for Arizona, is on the hill. Love the D-backs here. Uh, give me the Rockies, plus the 140. Pick number six, Dodgers laying a run and a half versus the Cubs. So right back on the Dodgers. Why not? Winners of eight or nine. They're pulling away in the NL West. Uh, their lead is up to seven in the loss column over the Padres. Giants are 11 back. Cubs, meanwhile, 14 games under 515 now after last night's loss. Third place in the NL Central. Easy, easy play. Love the Dodgers here. Uh, give me the Cubs plus the one and a half runs. Uh, pick number seven, Seattle against the Toronto. You know, I keep on waiting for the Blue Jays to start playing good ball, but you know what? They lost again last night, 45 and 39, fourth place in the AL East. Uh, they lost two or three to God awful Oakland as well. I mean, Seattle uh, has won five straight and 13 of 16, and I'm getting them at home uh, at, at pretty modest odds here at minus 104. Are you kidding? Love Seattle here. Uh, give me uh, Toronto, uh, minus the 115. Opposite pick, seven pack for you. Uh, we got the uh, Reds, a plus 140 against uh, Tampa Bay. We got the Stankies, minus 155 or so versus the Red Sox. We got the Nationals, plus a run and a half versus Atlanta. We got the Pirates, plus a run and a half versus Milwaukee. We got the Rocks, plus 140 against Arizona. Cubs, plus a run and a half against the Red Hot Dodgers. And uh, the Blue Jays, uh, minus 115 against uh, the Red Hot Seattle Mariners. Opposite picks for a Friday, July 8th. Good luck, folks. And there you go. Post those uh, on the uh, front page of the website, as we always do. OppositePicks.com, uh, along with all of the parlay plays and everything else that uh, we give you here. Some uh, tidbits and some uh, news and notes. Uh, 844-843-6879. Still a couple things to get to, including our uh, pyramid plays, which both won last night with the Liberty in, in Colorado. Really only two sports in action right now, baseball and, and, uh, and WNBA. So uh, it's almost a you know foregone conclusion. We're just going to just give you two picks every single night. No need to even give you the uh, best up pick. We'll update the baseball trends. Uh, we got our all-fat team. Uh, we got a crazy story that there's uh, there's got to be more to this than, than meets the eye. Uh, and then uh, you can bet on almost anything. Proof is in the pudding this weekend. I'll get to that as well. First up, phone call or two. Uh, we'll start with our good buddy, John in Manhattan. What's going on, John? How are you this Friday? Hey, Scott. I'm glad you're feeling a little better. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Thank you. 
Uh, Scott, I want you to name this baseball player. He's a pitcher in the American League. He has the lowest ERA in the American League, 1.74, and he is tied for first and second with the most strikeouts in the American League. Can you name this pitcher? Uh, the way Otani's been a... point. Okay, it's not Otani then. Uh, he's sorry, not, not Otani, Scott. No. Yeah, nine okay. and three, one point uh, seven four ERA, and he leads the AL in strikeouts. Um, the nine and three, the the lead in the ERA, and, and he's leading ERA and strikeouts. He's tied with another pitcher for fewest, uh, most strikeouts. Yes. Is that Verlander? Verlander? No. Who is it? His name is Shan McClanahan. He's on the Tampax oh, Bay Rays. Yeah. Yep, yep, you're right. It's you're right. Tampa Bay. It's like he's in the yeah. witness protection program or something, Scott, you know? Yeah, that whole team, John. I mean, they've been to the World Series. They've been in the postseason nearly every single year. They've gone through managers, and yet you still ask, you know, pretty good baseball fans, like, give me four guys on Tampa Bay, and then they they would be lost. You know, they could probably get one or two. You know, Rose Arena made a name for himself. They probably could get him. Outside of that, it would be like uh, David Price. You know, <laughs> yeah, it is amazing. Uh, they don't get any publicity. Now, they're not doing as well this year, but the McClanahan dude is pitching tonight, um, by the way. Uh, yeah, he's been on fire. And they do let him actually pitch more than three, four innings. He's one of the few there. Scott, I couldn't name him either, and I'm a baseball fan as well, so that, that is crazy. Uh, Scott, I want you to comment on Chris Sale destroying the dugout in the minor league stadium, um, the Worcester Red Sox or whatever. It did $6,000 worth of damage. Thanks, Scott. Uh, I did see that video. He was taken out of the game. Uh, you know, he's making a rehab assignment, and uh, things weren't going well. And I'm guessing he was on a strict, strict pitch count. He just walked the batter. I think the bases were loaded in like three and two-thirds, and they took him out of the game. Uh, and I guess he walked into the dugout, and for whatever reason, there were like plaques and different goofy pictures on the wall, so he tore them all down. He apologized. I did uh, read a comment from him uh, yesterday. He apologized but said, it is what it is. That's who I am, so deal with it. And basically kind of like, too bad. You know what? I'll pay my $6,000. I'm making $30 million a year for the next four years. I think I can afford $6,000 in pictures. Uh, so that, that was kind of his attitude. So you know, what are the Red Sox going to do, right? So yeah, I don't have any problem with that. It showed a little emotion. It, it, listen, it's better than punching a wall. Well, let's put it that way. Now, if he punches a wall or he does a Gus Farrat and headbutts a wall, then we got issues. But as long as he's only tearing things down from the wall, you know what? Good for him. Show a little emotion if, he, if he's not good. It, at least it tells me he cares, right? If he's not pitching well, then at least it shows that uh, he does care about things. Uh, you know, we had a Wimbledon uh, last week on Friday. Same thing, fudge. Well, we had a nice little bet on Rafi Nadal. He was down a set. Um, and uh, we were getting plus 250, 270. I actually grabbed that at 260, but I saw it as high as 270. Uh, and he was down against Fritz, you know, two sets to one, and uh, he came back, and he obviously won in five sets. A little closer than I thought it would be, but he came back and won. So today, the Joker has his semifinal match against Cameron Norrie, and he was down one set. Uh, he dropped the first set 6-2, as a matter of fact. And I did see it. And I saw it as low as, wow, this is amazing. He, This guy, what are we at, uh, 1150? Uh, he was 
literally 20 minutes ago minus what did i get that i'll tell you exactly um mine uh, uh hold on a second i gotta log back in and it's one thing about FanDuel. god bless them but uh you know having to log back in every five seconds really sucks um so anyway the joker was doo -doo 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 -doo. i got him to win three sets to one at minus 135 and then to win three sets to two at plus 280. So basically I was getting him at pick him. If you bet both, cause you're only gonna win, you know, it's a five set match. So he's either gonna win three, one or three, two because he already dropped the first set, right? So if you bet both and you bet it smartly, you can get him basically at pick him, pick him to win this match. He's now 40 to one, 40 to one. He won the second set. He's up a measly 2-1 in the third set. So it's not like this guy is like uh, you know in complete command of this uh, you know this tour this match. It's one set apiece and he's up 2-1. A big stinking deal, right? And now he's back to 40 to 1. I forget what. I think he was 17 to 1 to start the match. Why would it be twice as high? I don't know. I guess they just think he's on a roll now, and uh, that first uh, set was just a blip on the radar, and now he's just going to smoke this dude. Um, in fact, he just uh, broke serve, so he's up 3-1 now in the second set, but still, now he's 60-1. to one. He broke serve, and he's 60-1. to one. You know, uh, Tuna wrote in that email how uh, he made money betting in-game tennis. I tell you what, you can. You, you, you know, if you have the time and the patience— and the wherewithal, if you just watch a match and bet it, you know, guy breaks one serve. Now, serves on the guy on the guy side at this level, you know, you don't break them too often. You don't. But you can. I mean, it does, it does happen. Um, and, you know, Cameron Norrie just got one point, and the Joker dropped from 60 to 1 to 40 to 1. On one, not one game, not one set, one stinking point, and it dropped twenty, uh, you know, twenty dollars basically, or two hundred dollars, two thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars. Realistically, if you're gonna bet a hundred dollars on it, uh, you know, it's gonna cost you six thousand. Now it's only gonna cost you four thousand. Could you imagine some sap that put in a six thousand dollar bet five seconds ago, and five seconds later, it's now down to uh, thirty to one. He, he, he literally 15 seconds ago, he had to risk $6,000. Now he could have only had to risk 3000 I mean, either way, you got to be crazy to bet that. But still, just, uh, you know, do people do that? I mean, if, if that was me, man, I don't care how rich I would be. I'd be so pissed. I'd be putting my fist through the computer. Eh, son of a gun. If this was 60 to 1 a second ago, now it's only 30 to 1. And for what? Because of one point. One lousy point. So point being... Uh, you can actually, you know, if you can, if you watch it and just go back, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, you can get a lot of middles uh, when it comes to comes to tennis for sure. How about betting some golf? How about betting on uh, Charles Barkley and uh, Mr. Twinkie uh, has been seen a sighting of Zion. We'll talk about that next when we come back. Opposite Pick Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on the SportsGrid Radio Network. 
All right, welcome back. Opposite picks on this uh, Friday. Closing up shop. Boy, what a fast week. Boy, you would have thought there were only like four days in this week. Uh, actually, there were seven, but uh, there's only five working days. And in this week, uh, there really was only four with uh, July 4th. So it went by uh, pretty quickly, although I will be on in-game live later on tonight, me and Joe Ranieri, and then in-game live on uh, Saturday as well between 6 and 10, me and Pat Foster. And don't forget, uh, you can always listen to the show again on uh, your favorite podcast home, whether it's Apple or Spotify or any of those others. Just punch in Opposite Picks, Scott Wetzel, Sports Grid Radio. Generally, Opposite Picks should just come up right away, so feel free to do that that uh we got a couple of uh things here to do uh for before we leave you first up our uh pyramid plays there's only one no, no wmba i don't know how on a friday night there aren't any wmba games but there aren't so baseball you know what I, I tell you what uh the way the mariners are playing five straight what i say 13 of 16 blue Jays scuffling i get the mariners at home at, at the pick them so uh rare best bet on uh the seattle mariners pick them with uh kirby on it who's pretty good so uh, that, that's the only uh baseball play uh that we need to talk about because uh you know what all we need is one one winner uh you can bet on anything including golf uh there's a celebrity uh, golf tournament this weekend uh, i think it's out in las vegas the uh, nevada uh, lake tahoe anyway um 87 golfers and uh, one of the sports books out there is offering up a bet on whether barkley will finish in the top 70 out of 87 and it's basically pick them pick them <laughs> Man, but he is one of the worst golfers I've ever seen. I uh, saw some video of Zion Williamson working at a camp. Uh, I'm not sure if it was his camp or not. It may have been for like seven, eight-year-olds, which is pretty, you know, admirable. I, I, you know, that that's nice. Uh, but the guy is dunking on seven, eight-year-olds, right? Like he's a man. Uh, and he's huffing and puffing. And I'm thinking, you're huffing and puffing playing seven, eight-year-olds. This guy is so fat, so out of shape, it's not even funny. It really is not. I mean, that, that what a joke. He can't run with seven, eight-year-olds. Uh, enjoy your weekend, folks. Tune in later on tonight, Sports Grid TV, and then later on as well with Moneyline. I'll be filling in with Donnie uh, right here on Sports Grid Radio.